1: I might have to run and pick up my daughter. All right. Yeah, let's. So, I, think, <laughs> I don't know what's This is a fucked up day. It's, it's been a fine, fucked up yeah. week and it's a fucked up day. And,
2: I think this uh, might be a quick one anyway. Why don't we just start right now with that? Okay. With you right saying in. that, that'll be the first thing people hear. All right. <laughs> All right. And then here, as I'm, as the theme is starting, look at the hat that I bought, Mike. Oh my God. Where did you get that? I got Isn't that one? so cool? Oh. I love it. It says Lionel train, Lionel electric trains.
3: This is our Neil Young podcast, where we mostly talk out of our ass
2: while going through the works of Mister Young.
3: It's Mike Shue and the Condon Boys. Trans and Harvest and Linoise, we're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's Long May You Young.
1: All right, welcome to Long May You Young, the uh, only Neil Young podcast out there that we know about and definitely the only one that covers Neil's musical and movie output and uh also has the bonus monster episodes where we have our uh, special guests on like we had astrid young on and we had uh, uh who else we had nils lofgren was kind patterson hood us, and Patterson hood and mark Mothersbaugh, and a whole whole bunch of other danny folks Kortchmar, danny corchmar danny corchmar danny corchmar who was uh you know you gotta you gotta respect a guy who will defend a big pile of shit like landing on water as fervently as he does despite you know working on carol king's tapestry and running on empty by jackson brown and still defend it like they were equal to those albums um but the drugs that, are definitely better in that world that
2: fucking your insistence on this bringing this album up every time and shit talking it is why neil's never going to come on this podcast no no he neil called it a pile of crap
1: he himself called it a piece of crap remember <laughs> Yeah, so, I, think,
2: I think she was using Neil's own words yeah. there. But that's we're not talking no, about not. that album today. No, he's it's, not. No, he's not. I'm not. I he's never not. said that. What's your name, buddy?
1: <laughs> the name is Cooch.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, so today <laughs> we're going to cover uh, Silver and Gold. It had been four years, I think, since Neil made a studio album. Um, yeah. Yeah, the last one was Broken Arrow. And then, you know, he released, uh, we talked about in the last episode, Year of the Horse. And the, I think we can all agree that the 90s were, uh, apart from Harvest Moon, the 90s were a pretty loud decade for Neil. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, he, he really tore it up with Crazy Horse for most of that decade. It was loud and proud, and he developed a whole new younger fan base, becoming the, the godfather of grunge. And I think it was, a, for him, it was proving that he was still relevant and he did a great job at that. He did a really good job at that, I yeah. think. And, uh, but now, much like Harvest Moon, he's probably had to take a break, like he's, he did with Comes of Time, you know, after being loud for so long. And, do you then, think, and Hawks and Doves, too. Do you
2: think that's why he switches up like he does? Or do you, do you think he just mentally just needs a break from that or physically well, needs a break from that? That's how he described
1: it when he made Harvest Moon. That was that, he had that hearing issue, that eardrum issue. But... yeah. He said that, you know, sometimes he has to go back to acoustic music to just kind of, you know, have a different feeling and level things off a little bit. And if you look at it, you know, he, he had, that's it, kind of a pattern, you know, like right after, after, um, live rust and, and, uh, rust never sleeps, you know, he had hawks and doves. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, he had harvest moon. But most of the 90s,
2: it was pretty loud. Oh, no, totally. I, I almost, all of the '90s, except for Harvest Moon. Really, like yeah. the rest of it was great, loud, and great. Not that I don't appreciate his softer acoustic stuff, but uh, I don't know. Initial thoughts on this? I I thought it was it, fine. I, I think this is again
1: the album that David Geffen wanted him to release, uh, really? even more so than Harvest Moon, because I think this one is the closest he's got gotten back to Harvest. Really? vibe of Harvest. I don't think that at all. Well, aside from the Jack Nietzsche stuff, I think it, and, and then the stuff in the barn like words, but I think that this is such a, it's like such a positive, it seems like he's come to terms finally with what people want from him. And a lot of this album has that kind of looking back attitude. Okay. You know, a lot of his stuff has a little nostalgia in it at this point in his career, but this one is really kind of going back and dipping into that sound. He brings back all those other musicians, you know, Kenny Buttery, who said he'd never play with him again, comes back. Uh, you
2: uh, know. Oscar Buttersworth to you. Oh, sorry. Sure. Oscar
1: Buttersworth. Mr. Butterworth. <laughs> this, this album really is. Mrs. Album, Nesbitt. This album's like a homemade, a homemade pile of flapjacks. With melted butter and homemade syrup poured all on top, warm I love it. and I know
2: I know I know Luke's in, indifferent about it, but I, I really like this album a lot. I'm not. It's not even indifference. It's uh, it's a little indifference. I don't. I think I really disagree with this. Is his closest to Harvest, Mike? I
1: don't think. Well, it's, I think an overall sound. I wouldn't really, say the songwriting. Harvest
2: was dynamic. Harvest was like, yeah, yeah, you, it was, you know, some country stuff, but there was also like Alabama and, uh, right. You know, it, it, and the just,
1: Nietzsche stuff with the orchestra. It, yeah.
2: And it was very catchy. It was very different. Like, even words at the end of Harvest, like, just, I don't know. This one, it's not super dynamic. To me, this is more like comes a time than anything else. Um, in the same vein, uh, times, old Ways, Really? No. Yeah. It's just all, it's kind of a one track thing. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think if that's what he's going for, I think that's fine. But I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't come. The nineties were the nineties might be my favorite. Neil broken arrow, fucking mirror ball, ragged glory. Like the nineties. That's a pretty bold statement because people always say
1: seventies. Neil is like his greatest decade. And, uh, but I agree Me too. He, a lot of most of the nineties was pretty strong. Yeah. You know, it was, it was like, it
2: was really great stuff. And the horse had a lot to do with that. And I'm not taking away from seventies, Neil. Obviously I'm, I fell in love with Neil because of the seventies, but the nineties I expected to be maybe slightly disappointed, but he was consistently solid in the seventies, every nineties, uh, every album in the nineties was good. And then now he's starting the two thousands off with this, and it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying this is a bad album. I think this is actually a good album. It just didn't hit me as much as I was hoping it would. It's it's all very to me. It's very singular. It's got a regular. Like kind is of, it is it like
1: generic Neil? Kind like when of. When people say Neil, like when non Neil Young fans think sm- Neil
2: Young, this miss- is the sound they think of, right? I don't even mm. know. I don't even know about that. I think it's it's like a. I don't know. I don't think so. You don't I think, think when, this is like in time a little bit? No, I think it's a little. Kind of I think this is the most. I, I the reason why I actually like this album is because it it I like that Neil can just make a a a, a well produced and it's it's consistent, and I like that he can be consistent. I like that he can show consistency and also show chaos you know he can do both and you don't get to value that he can do both without this side of it if that makes sense do you know what i mean like he is who he is as an artist because he can do all of the things (laughs) and so this is one of the things uh and and it's 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 good songs and it's it's good playing um i think the writing is great i think the melodies are really beautiful and um, I think the performances are awesome and it sounds good. So I think when, when you say that people might think of me, this sound, I, I think most the, the layman thinks old man, heart of gold.
1: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like the, but I don't think Neil that this, fans, is, this is what they, this is like Neil's of that folky guy with the harmonica.
2: Yeah. In maybe that way, in that way. Yeah. Like good to see you. And, um, maybe like maybe the great divide um <laughs> you didn't mike hmm. buffalo springfield again
1: come on did you like that song that's that was, i'll I'll say it now that's my number one
2: that's your number i, one. Love, I like that yeah. song too yeah especially with that break that break's yeah. awesome it was fine it was fine i thought it was kind of hokey i'll be you know what that's my least favorite that's my cut song buffalo springfield again wow See, that's just, my
1: favorite one because it's just, it's, it paints such a vivid picture and maybe it's only because we know that picture so well, you know, we know that yeah. story so well,
2: but I think, I think the playing on it, it in is a really too. sincere way. Yeah. The playing on it. The is band great. sounds fucking awesome. Weirdly yeah. enough. I read that songs about Crosby, Stills and Nash though. Yeah. That's
1: what I, I wish I could drink, but I'm how many times, uh,
2: be honest. How many times did you listen to this album? 10, like 10 or 15. Really? you do it a lot. I mean, it's not a long listen, and I'm anytime. Did you go put it on? Did you go back? Did you only go front to back, like top to bottom? I mean, what or you did mean? you did you try starting with the last song and going to the first song? No, I don't got time for that shit. <laughs> you got time to listen to it ten times, but you can't try it. That yeah, man, way. I'm gonna put it on and press play. I'm not gonna like bounce around, man. What the fuck difference well, does it make? One of the ways I really enjoyed it was going from the bottom to the top. I don't know if you did that, shoe, but it made it kind of interesting starting with with the um, with fucking without rings and then going up to the top that way. So if Neil but, wanted you know, me I, to do it that way, he would have put the songs that way, but he put them in I, um, a certain order. So that's Yeah. One, I just kind of,
1: I listened to it on loop uh, mm-hmm. driving today. I get to listen to it twice all the way through.
2: I um, listened to it twice. all. Uh, th- yeah. Twice all the way through today. And- almost That's it Almost That's it for you Mike. just twice
1: today oh no no i've been listening to it all week but i got to listen to it that <laughs> week yeah today today,
2: just today
1: which was which was great i mean i remember when this came out and um I, when i went out and i bought it i was like well this is good but like you luke i wasn't like blown away at first like i was with, say ragged glory right you know uh, i was just kind of like yeah this is this is good but it's not like great. But after a while, I really, it kind of, a lot of it kind of grew on me. You know what this is to me? This is like, this is like Neil Young on Zoloft. (laughs) It is. He, he, He seems like so, you know, he's usually pretty negative. Even on like Harvest Moon, you had songs like War of Man that were pretty heavy and stuff. There's nothing heavy like that on here it's It's all fairly
2: positive a, stuff. That's a great way to there's nothing heavy on this album at all, right no. nothing, I think I think the reason why people and and yourself might might not enjoy it as much is is because the nineties were so heavy and were so um loud and aggressive. and I think this is almost just too jarring for people that the nineties you have a, like a decade of fucking insane guitar. It's and a tough then, transition. And then you jump into this, which is like really melodic, beautiful, acoustic, yeah, but that's, and that's harp stuff. A,
1: that's not that's nothing new. Oh, I know. I love it. Yeah, I think if you're someone who just, like if you were in your teens or 20s in the 90s and discovered Neil Young and was like, boy, this guy but, rocks hard, and then he came out with this one, yeah, you'd be kind of, but we're used to him taking
2: left turns. Mm, yes, yes, but I think there hasn't been as maybe you can make a, an argument for harvest moon, but yeah. Well then, like you said, like a song like war, war of man and stuff. I think this is one of the most jarring as far as, because even in the seventies, you had those albums where there are softer songs mixed in. Like people, people always bring up harvest and, and even as we've been talking about it, I'm like that. That album is really dynamic. There's a lot of different things going right. on in that album. Yeah, I don't. I've never understood why people think that that's only one sound. It's not. Like the There's country, so,
1: they call it his country. Yeah, album. Yeah, they call it his country that's album. Only like like that's, a couple of tunes.
2: Yeah, that's ridiculous. This There's, is
1: more of a country album than than Harvest. Yeah, th- this this sounds so much
2: more consistent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Whereas Harvest is is I think it's kind of all over the place and people I think people associate it with those like couple of songs. You know. Hmm. Whereas that's what I mean. In the seventies, he was all over the place. He was all over the place, you know, and he was letting people know that he's not just one thing. And then in the eighties, he was just really experimental and kind of just like, fuck you. And then in the nineties, he was kind of one thing except uh, like for harvest moon. And so this to me is, is, uh, one of the only times where you, have such a drastic change i i think in a like, long time dr- like, right in so a the long 70s time
1: it's more common in those decades that's what i'm
2: saying yeah, yeah it yeah, was yeah. it was the the flip-flopping was more common whereas with this it's been so much of the it's been especially about with eight.
1: all when was harvest moon was that 94 that was like
2: uh it was 90 or no, 91 no i thought it was 91 like 92.
1: no 90 was ragged glory
2: I harvest moon like 91 and harvest moon was 92 i was right
1: yeah. 92. So it's been so, eight years since he's done something, you know, the yeah. folky
2: Neil, besides like Unplugged. You know, it's been. Yes, 100. which was the, like, you know, essentially the same year. It was 93. Yeah. And I guess maybe you could, you could make a, uh, you could make an argument for Sleeps with Angels, but I mean. Eh. But that was, see, that was heavy and dark. And, right. Lyrically, it was pretty dark. It. Yeah. Where this and, is,
1: this is like, you know, this is like, this is like homemade whipping cream right off the farm.
2: See, I'm really going to tell is. you what, I'll tell you what my favorite is. My favorite is Daddy Went Walking. I think Mike,
1: well, I think Mike, a happy little tune,
2: right? I think I Mike wants a character. It, it makes me feel so good. Yeah. I this think whole Mike album makes want, me feel. Mike good. wants to grab himself a character. He wants a good, he's getting jealous of the characters <laughs> that you're scooping uh, up He wants some just character. Just me old
1: silver gold. <laughs> Yeah. The old silver, gold. gold. I like my bacon crunchy, and I like my eggs sunny side up, <laughs> and I like my Neil Young with a big helping of corduroy <laughs> pants.
2: Little. old silver, with, gold. They, with a healthy side them. of
1: harmonica
2: <laughs> Here comes old
1: silver, gold. With his right. stick and his jar of maple syrup.
2: You know what? I'm fucking hooked. Silvergold, he's a staple. <laughs> staple of the show. I want his opinion on every I Any want need it.
1: more Silver Gold. That's what Neil was saying. Oh, Silver Gold, why don't you come help me with this record? I said, Well, as soon as I'm done boiling down the syrup, I'll come by the
2: <laughs> barn and help you boys out. And you know that old Silvergold, he you know, he's not gonna insult him, but he's not wild about Neil talking about some real serious stuff or playing that that old electric guitar.
1: Oh, you know, you know, Silvergold thought Sleeps with Angel, Sleeps with Angels like was the shittiest album he ever made. <laughs> I wasn't too crazy about that. I don't like the when Neil gets all scary. I like it when Neil sings about a distant camera when he's sitting in his Aerostar, creeping on a 22-year-old girl that does the ear piercing at Claire's.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, old Silvergold's a fucking hit.
1: Oh, uh, it's like the, it's the pepper. It's it's Mason Adams.
2: Yeah, yeah it's uh, Pepper yeah. Farm guy.
1: Pepper's Farm remembers. With a name like Smucker's, it has to be good.
2: With a song <laughs> like "Daddy Went Walking," it has That's to right. be filled with joy and love. Didn't mind getting dirty. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, you can it's always. A little dirt ain't clothes. never hurt nobody. So That's right. That's it's... right, Russell. You know, in the name, yeah, of yeah, is, he calls me by my Flapjacks. Name. Yeah. <laughs> The name is perfect, too, because there's no thought put into it at all. It's just oh, no. so, the yeah, it's, it's got to be simple. It's got to be very simple. It's, it's old gold. silver gold. I just make yep. some Milanos. Now it's starting to sound like like a very old Casey Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> it's you old
1: Kasem. A fucking dying puppy story. And you expect me to go on <laughs> after
3: that? What the fuck?
2: <laughs> That's aggressive. That, that video is always fun to watch. It's, it's just always great to listen to that, that audio. Uh, so
1: this, this album, it is. It's like Neil on Zola. It's like Neil, Neil took his, his meds, and he's cool with things that he had kind of a, a difficult relationship with. The past you know, uh, the Buffalo Springfield days. Sure. You know, the, the Buffalo Springfield, again, you could think, well, that was a good opportunity for him to say what happened to the fucking hippie dream again. But he didn't, he was like, Hey, those were good times. There was plenty <laughs> of maple syrup to go around. You know, Forget he was like, he was like, we had fun. <laughs> he's very positive in these songs. And, Which, and yeah. <laughs> he's positive about Peggy and he's like positive it. about the past. And he's, he's just, it's and healthy it's neil a, it, yeah it's it's like a it's it's a more accepting neil
2: it's neil yeah, C, the therapist for a couple of years and this is him right. like he, yeah. like in a healthy way working out some of his right. issues and i don't i'm again i'm not saying that i dislike this album there are 10 albums that i like less than than this one um but th- it just it didn't grab me the way a lot of them do and i think art unfortunately neil's just got to go through some shit it's like when uh I hate to say it, but when Taylor from Dawes started getting into a nice, happy, healthy relationship, their music suffered.
1: Well, Taylor from Dawes was getting his dick sucked good, and he was happy. He
2: wasn't sad anymore. I don't think old Silvergold would use language like that. (laughs) Old Silvergold likes a good (laughs) blowjob. As long as it's done with
1: maple syrup. Old Silvergold. Well, that's fresh New Hampshire maple syrup
2: for us. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Not just any maple syrup.
2: Old Silvergold's top uh, top Neil songs are every every song off of Silver and Gold, then Emperor of Wyoming. And but those, em- are, oh. I'd favorite.
1: like to get a tall glass of Country Time lemonade and a tall
2: stack of flapjacks. <laughs> and Old Silvergold's in
4: heaven. Like Silvergold
2: is struggling with obesity. The amount of he talks about flapjacks and maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I think, you know, what, I think a
1: lot, he, you know what? He, he started, some of these songs are older. Some of these songs like go back years. year. I think I remember reading something in shaky about, I think it was razor love and he was going into a studio just to record demo stuff. And he was with Ben Keith. And I don't know if it was John Hanlon or was another engineer. And he played this version of razor love. That was like six minutes long. And then the engineer goes, okay, that sounds good. I think we're ready to roll one. And it was one of those times where it was like he was like, "Are you kidding me? You weren't recording?" No, no, that's that's the version I've been trying to get down for ten years. And he said the the guy I forget the guy's name. I should have looked it up. He he was like he said he felt Danny Korchmar. No, no, Danny doesn't matter. He's dead now. Fucking electric drums on that. Danny Korchmar is the opposite of (laughs) Silver Gold. Yeah, he is.
2: That old cooch. He's a son of a bitch. Oh, that's the one time Silver Gold gets aggressive. As when someone cooch gets brought up, or someone
1: like flapjacks, cooch likes (laughs) crepes.
2: (laughs) So this was this was quinoa crepes. (laughs) You should hear. Never mind. We don't need to go down this road. Have you ever asked an older person how to pronounce quinoa? No. It's very funny. Do it. Uh, my, like my dad, you know, from the previous episode. Yeah. He still can't pronounce quinoa. If you ask him, like if you say, dad, what does this say? He'll, he says Kino. quino. <laughs> <It's a> quino. <laughs> my numbers are coming up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> our
2: dad just turned 60,
1: shoot. Yeah, uh, I remember he was saying that. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And, and, his, and his twin brother,
2: right? Yeah. And their dad, our last uh, remaining... uh, Grandparent passed away on their birthday. Yeah. Oh my God! This is just yesterday. Yeah. Just yesterday. Yeah. Your grandfather
1: died yesterday.
2: Yeah. He He had. He's had. Sorry to hear that. That's all right. He's had Alzheimer's. He he had all. Yeah. He had Alzheimer's dementia. Um. So it was almost like we kind of. It's kind of a blessing. Yeah. It's sort of like he's he's been gone for a bit, but it's yeah. It's still it's still tough, but.
0: But, uh, very odd dad, that it was dad on was, their
2: birthday yeah. it is weird that it was on their birthday yeah but he he was my dad and my uncle were in high spirits yesterday just having all the family there you know we were we were all hanging out and having a good time so um so to get back to the album now that we've <laughs> that <laughs> talked about that it was a real uh, wholesome time is what russ is saying silver gold would have yeah, really silver gold would have really enjoyed itself. we had we made a fire you know, well, I went we and got an some old wood. I went I, I was a cat. There was a cat by my side. I went, I went and grabbed the wood. Yeah, well, you're smoking your pipe.
1: Yeah. Huh? Eh, little having a little a pipe full and a stack of pancakes.
2: I can't tell if the youngsters are gonna love or hate silver. We'll, gold. we'll find out, I'm sure. We will. Um He's so no j- this I'm no jacket, but <laughs> He's not, he's not. That's, his, catch, that's his, his catchphrase I'm no jack he doesn't need any of that new fingered stuff I put yeah. a jacket one arm at a time buttoned it myself his old plaid
1: with my maple syrup sticky fingers
2: good lord his old plaid shirt alright so this album uh, was released uh, 425, 2000. So we we mm. made it to, to the 2000s. I mean, the right. 2000s? All, it? I was, Although was, it was recorded in 99. I, um, he, and he did start it a couple years before that, but he
1: put it down yes. to work on that Buffalo Springfield retrospective. And oh, so I think right. that's why there's a lot of right. looking back on this album in a positive way, because okay. he, kind of, he always was kind of positive about Buffalo Springfield anyway. You know, he always said he yeah. loved in the band and, and they had a great time and they did great things and i think probably i'm guessing putting that whole retrospective together and listening to all that music from then kind of made him feel really positive about what went on in the past maybe he was able to accept it a little more and maybe he yeah to embrace that kind of neil like this kind of neil young yeah you know, yeah acoustic neil young a little yeah more. and
2: i i think he I think it, it's in it was it was and is important for Neil to have that you know that um, a moment or culmination of songs and feelings to to just be like yeah it's okay and things were what they were and they are what they are and old silver gold is <laughs> here to set us on our way you know exactly. we're Russell, they are what they are that's right so you think he was um,
1: referencing the song silver and gold from rudolph the red nose what i was
2: really hoping that was going to be when i played it <laughs> but it was not
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well bumbles bounce <laughs> who's that who's
2: that guy what's his fucking name uh oh yukon uh something no, no uh, the guy who wrote, who sings all those songs burl, Ives? Burl, Ives. Burl, 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 burl lives, yeah. lives. burl lives and uh silver gold are fucking uh, oh we're buddies <laughs> The old friends also what the hell was was neil doing for four years what was what was he doing buffalo springfield stuff was he traveling well, he, the earth
1: he was putting the buffalo springfield thing together he was also uh, i believe uh, i mentioned rail vision earlier he was actually presenting that to the the uh the the board of lionel trains you know he wanted to put this little camera on the trains and and so the it was almost like he was way again way ahead of his time because it was almost like a virtual reality thing so the operator could kind of see like he was in the train and and then he could hear it too so he would put on headphones and see on a screen in front of him so it was almost virtual reality you know what sucks about
2: having a lionel trains hat i mean it's cool as shit and i'm gonna wear the wear wear it way out but uh it, inevitably someone's going to go hey Lionel trains and want to talk to me about trains and I'm going to have Yeah, no gonna idea. Be an, it's, yeah, it's going <laughs> to be a yeah, it's going to be a Oh, what do you think of the new 7X33 right. Turbo? Oh, yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. And that's good as the American made. You know, the Korean ones are okay, but the <laughs> the the American ones, the 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 pre-95 American models were superior.
2: I hear that. I mean, when I, God damn it. We, (laughs) we've created a monster. I know we really have. He's not going. Let me change the subject real quick. Fucking BK is back. Yeah. Yeah. BK is back, baby. BK was retired. BK. Was he? Yeah. I don't think I saw that.
1: He retired. I think he lived, you know, oh no, he lived in the Bahamas, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And, and Neil called him and said, Hey, I want to make another record with you. And he was like, well, I guess I got to go. And so he went <laughs> up and, and uh, he got the old, you know, a lot of the old guys back together, like Mr. Buttersworth and, uh, and yep. Jim Keltner's on this album. I think, Butter, uh, yeah, Keltner's, Keltner's on here. Kenny Butchery's only on Buffalo Springfield again.
2: That's it. I know he's only on a couple. I thought it was two songs. Right. I don't
1: know which ones, but, but uh, Jim Keltner's on here and he's got <clears throat> they have just the right mix of musicians on here because they do, music. man. I they're definitely want to play for the song. I definitely yes yeah. Out, nobody's trying to make a racket. They're, yeah, they're,
2: no, they're, they're just they beautiful. they sit in there so yeah. just yeah, they sit in there exactly how they need to for the songs, you know.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, and uh, I wanted to talk about the band anyway. So but this was recorded in Texas, which is interesting. Uh, at yeah, at Arlen Studios is what it says. Oh, huh. um, maybe Shu knows more about that, but. Yeah, I it think says, they
1: filmed that, too. Isn't there a... Um, there's like a a video that goes along with this called Silver and Gold. And I think they filmed huh. the Texas stuff. Cool. L.A. Johnson. I'll have to check what that out. At, uh, at Broken Arrow and at...
2: Uh, no, only the song Red Sun was... was The rest of it was at Redwood Digital in Woodside, California. According to Wikipedia. Oh, okay. What,
1: what, what, what was on the album? Because in the but, video, it's all done at the... Really? Awesome
2: it, yeah. says, first, it says It on, says on Wikipedia, it says, Studio Redwood Digital, Woodside, California, except for Red Sun, which was recorded at Arlen Studios in Austin, Texas. That seems weird because... Uh-huh. Well, on the archives, when you look at the album and you go to the credits, it says, recorded at Redwood Digital, Arlen Studios, Austin, huh. Texas. So... I mean, Wikipedia is never wrong, like it's people can't people can't mess with that at all, so
1: <laughs> right <laughs> Wikipedia um, is like finding a toenail and your flapjack oh, Jesus
2: gosh, silver gold with the gross <laughs> reference somehow. It's old silver gold Luke. there's no, there's <laughs> old no silver gold old silver gold. so um Linda <laughs> is back, right Linda on stats back, but we also have Emmy Lou as well. Yes. yeah and this the first Emmy time she's saying with Neil on a her record here. <laughs> I thought that she was... No. Didn't she show up in Old Ways or Comes a Time or one of those? I was trying to remember. And I couldn't remember.
1: I um, with him on Star of Bethlehem, which... Oh,
2: that's right. yeah,
1: Homegrown. Yes. Um, that's the only one I can think of right now. She shows up later on, too, in a couple albums on Prairie, Prairie Wind.
2: But She's up not. to this point, as far as released stuff, this is it.
1: I, I um, think so. I'd have to
2: look back. You know, Russ, might, You might be right about old ways or comes a time i just can't i can't remember doesn't matter there was so many people on those albums it's it's like you know for what it is the band nails it. this is in a well i want to i actually want to talk about the band like it's not a huge band and they all deserve a little bit of time um well they'll appreciate that when they get to this episode yeah so work so spooner oldham on piano and organ He's from comes a time in old ways. Um, and who was it that was? Yeah. Patterson was talking about Spooner, right? Yeah. Cause he was yeah, in, he was uh... with the truckers for a while. That's right. Yeah. And Spooner, I think is great on this. I think it just subtly yeah. fits in really well. He's, he's a great player. Um, and like uh, for all of these people, if you look at the list of other folks that they've played with, it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous um good old donald donald Duck don on bass yeah uh he's great and he was i read that he was uh number 40 for bass player magazine 100 best of all time <laughs> that's
1: you know what that's way too low for donald duck don uh, right you should be really out there the guy was in booker t and the mgs the that's was, what yeah reddings band he was in the fucking
2: blues brothers also, so a good also a bit, what a uh, waste of a list Best bass players. Who fucking cares? Shut <laughs> <Start> up, <off>, Luke. <laughs> You're gonna get some angry, angry ones from that. <laughs> Let them fucking. If you help. go to the, if you go to Donald Duck Dunn's Wikipedia and look at the disc, discography, yeah, it's it's ridiculous.
0: He's playing with um,
2: your favorite uh, Eric Clapton. I'm sure he did, man. Yeah, but then then Booker that team. brings us back to we don't need to t- talk too much about uh, Oscar Buttersworth. I feel like the the reason why. Uh, Neil listed him as Oscar Buttersworth instead of Kenny Kenny Buttries because he jumped on the Timmy Drummond train and about wanting more money from Neil those couple of times. So Neil was like, Well, if you want to play on this album, you're going to have to go buy Oscar Buttersworth. Is that actually true? Oh, no, I'm just, oh, I'm okay. just being silly. No, he, w- he made him go by the name Oscar Buttersworth because he traveled forward in time, heard this dumb episode where Mike does old silver gold and talks about flapjacks, and it gave Neil a good old chuckle. And he thought, I'm going to go back in time and change his name. Danny, I
1: want you to take this name and I want you to be Mr. Oscar Butterworth.
2: Because <laughs> I love syrup now. But so Kenny, so Kenny uh, Butchery was the syrup. was was the time fades away and he also was the um Harvest Moon and Tim Drummond was the one leading the charge as Astrid sort of confirmed to us about asking making Neil trying to get Neil to pay them more money
4: mm-hmm.
2: and uh I read up on it I don't know if it, if this was from time fades away or if it was from Harvest Moon I think it was time fades away when Drummond was asking for more money at the time, it was like a hundred, they wanted a hundred thousand tax free. Yeah. And I think we talked right. about that in that episode, right. which is not, it's so it's just weird to me that, that Neil would have him back anyway.
1: Well, know, they must be like the way,
2: you know, he plays
1: the way Neil wants, you know, Neil likes that. Stuff. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, and then just real quick to wrap up the band stuff, Jim Keltner, we just briefly talked about, but he also played with Booker T um and uh so between him and Donald Duck Dunn that's kind of a little bit of the Booker T band that Neil toured with in uh 93. Jim Kellner wasn't Booker
1: T's full-time drummer though
2: no 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 but he I think he was on that Booker T tour that okay. they did with Neil yeah.
1: he was the drummer um, for the traveling Wilburys
2: is that for I didn't know you? that is, is that, that cool the, is that yeah. for are you passionate
1: yeah. um I don't know if he plays drums on Are You Passionate. That might be the other guy from Booker T and the MGs. But Jim Keltner's played with everyone. He's played with Tom Petty. I mean, he was just one of those guys who, you know, if you needed someone to just be the anchor, he's like Ringo. Yeah, am bringing no. up Ringo.
2: is Steve he's Potts. Like Ringo
1: or Charlie Watts. He's like, I need someone to just, you know, yeah, just be a solid anchor for this yeah. band and play to the song. And Jim Keltner's one
2: of those guys. Yeah, he's <laughs> great, man.
1: Jim Keltner
2: sounds like a radio guy. Jim Keltner. I'm Jim Keltner with the news. Jim Keltner with sports. Yeah. Jim Keltner was weather. <laughs> That's right. I'm Jim Keltner. That was the weather. Now back to old silver and gold. Jim Keltner w- with traffic on the streets.
1: Hard work letting us know if it's gonna snow or rain.
2: It's a tough job. <laughs> <laughs> old silver gold would not be in the mainstream media. Mainstream. Yeah, but you know what? I could use a good old silver gold in my life. Like I've just had like a weird, anxious, stress filled week, and if I just like. Right. Every time at dinner, just like old silver gold, just be like, you don't need to stress out so much about putting rooms in your basement. You know, well, I don't know why you didn't like this album. Then, just put a That's couple of
1: what You just described there is this album. Like <laughs> yeah. You know, if I was having a bad acid trip, I would put this album on to chill me the fuck out. Okay. I'd be like, yeah. Hey, Neil's cool with everything right now. I should yeah. be cool. You know, my hands aren't on fire. That's that's all
2: right. Plus, it was produced <laughs> by Ben Keith and Neil.
1: Right. Yeah, Ben you Keith. Know? Uh, yeah. You know what? On this album, you know how we always say Ben Keith is It's like when Neil's singing, it's almost like a duet? On this particular album... I he think doesn't
2: do that as much. Yeah. Him
1: and Spooner connect really well. They when do, yeah. It. Yeah. And what's great is it's not up front. No, it's, it's not. High. It's laid down yeah. in the back and they kind of interweave into each other. And they just, yep. it's a seamless yeah. connection that they have.
2: There's not as but many this. of those b k moments where it is that really obvious you know uh call and answer sort of him singing with with right. neil in that way with the with the slide um but yeah you, that you make a really good point i think it's it just like maple syrup on you know like a slice of warm butter on it it's you like know, on butter, a flapjack it just melts right in there just it's, mixed
1: together and it makes those <laughs> flapjacks moist and sweet
2: just <laughs> like uh, <my> life. <laughs> Oh stupid. my god. Freaking. Oh <laughs> old oh Silverville just god. throws in a quick innuendo. I love it. <laughs> I can we talk no, we don't have to talk about it, but I think it's interesting the album cover. Did you did you read about who Yeah, taken taken on with a Game Boy camera from Taken through uh, a Game Boy camera? Yeah. Yeah. Daughter, right? Yeah. I think yeah, Amber, right? Amber yeah. Amber. Yeah. Amber. Yeah. Amber. yeah. Which, you which know what I love me... about Amber is it's the color of good old-fashioned maple syrup. <laughs> good God. <laughs> good God. Do you guys want to jump into these songs? Yes, please. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> for me, it's good to see Ben again. Uh, nice <laughs> for us, man. All right, let me see if I can do this through Zoom. If not, um, we'll... Yeah, give it a shot. I'll, I'll put him uh, in between. So let's see. let's see. Let me know if you guys can hear this. Old Silvergold wants to remind y'all that we're part of the Pantheon podcast. <laughs> Luke, you're even too much dead space for Old Silvergold to <laughs> slide in here. Okay, hold on. Thanks to AKG. Hold and
1: on. And your Lyra microphone makes uh-huh. my voice sound like a greasy towel. Oh, there you go.
3: That's good one. See you. Good to see you again. Good to see your face again. Good to see. You. You're how
1: happy he is. Yeah, I love it. He's happy. This sets the mood for the whole album. It's good to see it does. you. It's accepting it's like, you know, it's good to see you. Steven Stills. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. good to see you. David Crosby. It's good yeah. to see you, old silver gold. It's good to see you, Cooch. You know? It's he's very he's just being very accepting. He's like, I'm I'm ready to just accept what anybody thinks I am. I'm ready to accept it. That's yeah. what I'm going for. Because I've I, taken my meds, because I just guzzled a half gallon of maple syrup and I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: really, I really dig the vibe right away. I think, like you said, Shu, he sounds happy. He sounds um uh what do you i'm like content you know he sounds a lack of darkness yeah it's it's got a nice a nice lightness to it and he uh i think the playing already sounds great i love the drums in this song and his like the acoustic riff that he does i think is acoustic and this whole album is acoustic and his harp sound fucking awesome um i think you can really hear them and i think that he plays great we haven't heard him play acoustic like this in a while. You know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. we haven't really heard him do acoustic riff like yeah, shit. Like been, he does. It's been this.
1: it's been scorched earth with Crazy Horse for the past eight yeah. years. You know, they've yeah. been up there just turning it all the way up and droning and feedback mm-hmm. and you know, which I love. I love of course,
2: but it's you know, nice he needs, to he needs, yeah. he
1: needs a break. Yeah, yes, he said that before, and and uh, and I love the lyrics. I love that line. You know, I'm the suitcase in your hallway. I'm the footsteps on your yeah. floor. You know, I think that's that's pretty awesome. Like it's like it's good to be. It's he's just happy with himself and happy with what he's doing, and he's happy. Right. You know, instead of moaning like, oh, I'm on the road all the time. And the roads so, you know I got to turn the page. You know, I was one back in '72. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm he's kind of happy about that. You know, I've been down on the endless highway. I passed on the the solid line. Now at last I'm home to you. You know, it's just a lot of it's a lot of this is like that. It's, it's a positive take on things. <laughs> I think he's been not so negative, but had, had it's had a darker edge.
2: Yeah. So it's, so it's sort of, instead of, so let's take the, yeah. If, if you're on the road, there's the, the, the half full, half empty type mindset you could have where, when you're touring, or you know, out playing shows and shit, you could either be thinking, "Fuck, it feels like I've been out here forever, and I feel like I'm never gonna get back," or you could think like, "Hey, I'm gonna be back soon." And then, then there's the mindset of, "I'm back," and then, man, it is—is is it good to see you? You know, like let's make up yeah. for lost time. And it's so it's sort of the other side of like per, you just perfectly said it, shoe, where he is coming out the happier side of what he has spent a lot of time being kind of negative about, which is also fine. You also, you need that suffering and that negativity to appreciate the this, um, you know, this gratitude, you know? Right. I, I
1: just think he's, he seems like he's more comfortable doing something that people expect him to do. Yeah. Because he's finally come to terms with at least at this point and, it,
2: and it's on his terms
1: this is part of me and I'm, i actually do this really well and i don't have to make mm-hmm. you know a, a, an electronic album to prove yeah.
2: it. yeah yeah exactly it's because and it seems, and it's uh to me at least it feels uh, it feels genuine mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. it's it's not i'm not doing this because you've been asking me to do it for 40 years i'm doing it because at the time is right and it feels yeah. right and right. I, it's what i want to do and it's how i feel you know right and here's these these group of players who I I really think are great, and um, here's the sound that I want to make right now. You know, yeah. I lo- I love this song. I think this is genuinely <coughs> wholesome, Neil, and it's not. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not saying that in a negative way. I just uh, I, li- I like this song. Yeah, that's my small input. Sorry, I like, like
1: the milk we use with our
2: flapjacks, <laughs> make these them fluffy. Oh. <sighs> And moist for a minute. I thought that meant you poured milk on your flapjacks. (laughs) Great idea, Luke! Oh, god, that's taken out of the flapjack box. (laughs) Um, all right, you want to hit the next one? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right. So, there it is (laughs) old silver gold. Okay, let's see. I didn't just say content. I was about to say content. I'm reading the... Yeah, that was close. Luke. Sorry. Was, old Silvergold doesn't mind the C word. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he surprises us with some of this shit. Uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he doesn't
0: mind that one.
2: <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Can you hear this? Nope. No. no. Oh, because we got the volume. Yeah? yeah?
3: Working yeah. hard Every day Never notice How the time so away People come Seasons go We got something That'll never grow I don't If the sun
1: Better than mm. I, I, just want to I sit I, on the porch and enjoy my hot cup of coffee. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's, that's what this like. This is, there's a little bit of America in there. And I really hate saying that because I'm not a fan, but it has that little. It little sounds bit. like America to me. Like some, some song from those guys. I love this song. I think it's great. I think it's fine song. This song. And this is exactly what people, a certain group of people want out of Neil Young. This is the perfect example of that. They want like David Geffen. He wanted Neil to make albums that sounded like this particular song, like over and over again. Yeah. You know, everyone who bought Harvest wanted him to sound like this forever, I think.
2: Yeah, well, again, uh a certain part of Harvest. Right. You know? And uh yeah, I, I think this. If you're given the, if you're in the right environment, this song, just how to me how like beautiful the melody is, like it's just the the play, his his the way his guitar and the melody and the lyric all flow together. It, it is it could it, given the right situation, it could be a cry song to me. Yeah, sure. you could you could like shed a little happy tear at this song. I think it's just really beautiful. Or it could be and, a Dominican uh, song, Russ. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, Silver Gold, if that's if old, that's what if it's that's what fluffs Silvergold. your pancakes, <laughs> old Silvergold, if that's what fluffs your pancakes, man. <laughs> that's what go for Silvergold it.
1: Silvergold takes a little bit of the blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> just ask oh, me. Silvergold. Man. She's uh, all <laughs> wore out. Like oh a purse. God. Um, yeah, this you know, it's 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 but it's like seriously, and this is not the silver gold thing, but it is this is like gul- it's at times it's like gulping syrup, where it's like <laughs> a little too rich. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, do you think so? Sweet. Well he this
2: yeah. is, this it's isn't is on I, that for me. Isn't this is the only one like And it's yeah. the,
1: you know the lyrics, and I know Neil's pretty direct with his lyrics.
2: But yeah. Okay. It
1: seems like this is like this was made for, you know, seventies soft rock
2: radio. This could have fit on Homegrown. I feel like. Yeah. Not. It would have been like one of the more like this, subdued this actually, ones, but yeah, this
1: is actually way more put together than a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's true. Because Homegrown is pretty loose too. Yeah. Despite being in the studio, but this, well, Homegrown's all right with me. Oh, that's a good one, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> old Silvergold likes a good dad joke.
2: Hey, that was Luke, Old Silvergold. Get your right, names right. Russ, right. he can't. He,
1: he's so can't. much blood rushing to my penis right now because of the blue. Oh, my God. He's uh, very old. He can't. He is he, very old. He doesn't he's very old and penis. silver, you no. Know? <laughs> I have a fleshlight made out of maple syrup candy. He's got silver hair and a gold cock.
2: That's why they call them old silver gold.
1: <laughs> you got that right, Lucas. Oh man, I got to
2: transition from that. I uh, wanted to bring Let's up go this. Daddy li- went walking now. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this, this, this lyric here. I, I really like this lyric. Um, I used to have a treasure, treasure chest. Got so heavy that I had to rest. I let it slip away from me. Didn't need it anyway, so I let it slip away. And then he goes on to that chorus, and I, I just think that that's kind of what we were saying before, but I mean, it's still like, it's good writing and it captures just that. Um, that surrender that like letting this shit go and, and, uh, you know, enjoying your fresh squeezed OJ, you know what I mean? I just, you can't not bring it there. You can't not, we're all trapped now. <laughs> and I love the development of this all character. All thinking about is brunch
1: in a log cabin in the mountain. <laughs> year uh but you guys yeah, well, are that's exactly right <laughs> russ it's kind of like you know he's he's letting he's accepting he's more accepting here yeah absolutely
2: but it it, it it he i i just like in that line especially how he kind of acknowledges the that he did have this um you know this image in his mind or this this uh he he can get this intensity or you know it, that treasure that treasure chest you know that that oh, uh, silver gold really treasures a chest yeah but it but he i love that he acknowledges chest. i love that he acknowledges that that energy that thing can get so heavy and you there's nothing it sure else you can, can do. russ it can really get heavy <laughs> okay there's nothing else you can do but like lay it down you know and, exactly and rest. put it down yeah
1: like put it down and just enjoy what you have at that moment. yes
2: yes yeah. And I, I, and I just I think the that's song too. really beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you want me to hit daddy? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that.
1: I like right. it when you hit daddy.
2: <laughs> Daddy's been bad.
1: Old silver, gold, been naughty. <laughs> My
3: old dad went walking one day. Hey. take all weeds right out of his way My old dad went a-walking one day Hey now, hey now Corduroy pants and an old plaid shirt <laughs> Went a-walking just to feel the earth Got a little dirty, but that's all right Hey now, <laughs> hey now. <laughs> Okay,
2: all right. No, I love that change. Don't hey You
3: a- 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 gotta let
2: it go You gotta let it go, Russ. Athletic. Listen to the
3: band in this. Man in road, is
2: this is exactly what you were saying, Shu. That the combination of Spooner and Ben here. And then Neil's harp. I, this song, man, it's fun. I love. It. I love it so much. So well. And you know, just those when he goes when he goes back to that that those that first verse where where it's just him and then they hit on the pushing pushing to that like one hit they do together mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, I love it. This song's one it's definitely my favorite. It sounds it it's amazing to me how Donald
1: Duck Dunn can make his bass at times sound like a wash what's it called a wash tub bass? Yeah. Yeah. You guys know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yes. It just sounds like really he made it in that particular song made it sound really stringy mm-hmm. real and loose and yeah just fits so well, and the word does the corduroy pants and the old plaid shirt and then brown leather boots and an old this thing's a fucking J Crew catalog of a fucking song, man. <laughs> it really is. It's just like an LL Bean layout, you know. It's the family picking blueberries up in Maine.
2: Well, and it's just that simplicity of someone's dad, you know, going for a yeah. walk, pushing like I love. I also. I know it's probably stupid but I just I know he's towing the line on of cheesy but to me that's exactly what this song this captures it so it so you talks about the the catalog thing but then right after that he says daddy went a walk just to feel the earth. And and I I love that like just going for a walk for the sake of just feeling the earth. Right. I don't and feel then, like this is cheesy at all. I don't or even No, really- I no no no, I think I just I just mean it's almost like a kid's song you think so yeah almost see if you're well, kind of telling the story a of a guy yeah so yeah yes it's sound yeah. like a
1: kid's song almost and i don't know if that's on purpose but i think he's taking i think he's sing like my old dad i think is him i think he's he's kind of taken from one of his or his kids view of him really you know the, the the old plaid shirt and the corduroy pants and the boots and you're walking through the field and the, i mean the,
2: i picture neil yeah
1: car with his dog and he didn't ride so far because he probably just rode around the ranch in one of his shitbox cars you know and mm-hmm. um i think he's kind of that's to me it seems like he's taking it from his kid's point of view and he's singing about him there's their 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 point of view on their parents
2: mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. I, I i like i like that a lot i think not to get biblical, but this with, to go along with what you said, I I think something that I believe Neil is probably maybe trying to get across here is, is the importance of being childlike, you know, and and looking at the world in that um, childlike, pure way where just going and feeling the the dirt, you know uh, the grass, like, just that simple, the simple things that when you're really young, you appreciate. Yes. You, you really appreciate a that long pleasure. Time. Yeah.
1: Then, yeah. When you get older, it kind of comes back to you and you're like, you know, this is what it was all about. You right. Know, it was just living, just being mm-hmm. alive and yes, like, these feelings and, you know, getting that fresh pair of corduroy pants with the <laughs> plaid lining on the inside, you know, from LL Bean, you know, which has still <laughs> has a great return policy.
2: So we're on the third song now, and and I don't. This is what I mean by this song. So I found this review on on house by this guy named Morgan Enos, and he basically he's talking about how this is one of not just his favorite Neil albums, his favorite albums of all time, and him and his wife listen to it all the time. And he wrote this in 2020, so he didn't write this a while ago. But he writes this. thing that i thought was interesting he said that the that's the point of silver and gold it never rushes it lingers um my dad bought the album when it came out and it never really left rotation for him um when the cavalry arrived for one of his countless cookouts good to see you blared through his giant goofy surround sound system now he's gone and the house is sold but today on the other side of the country in a house he never got to visit the song sounds like he's saying hello I don't know. Mm. I just, uh, no, that's, yeah. That's- oh, I like it. that. It, it, well, man. His
4: dad never saw his fucking
2: house. <laughs> well, then he goes into, and he says, to say nothing of Daddy went walking, Young's half remembered memory of his father, Scott, cutting through brambles and tooling around in the Ontario wilderness. The band, he says, the band barely touches their instruments, playing as if they're casting shadows on a wall. Yeah. And Young recites intimate details as if unlocking a memory box brown leather boots and an old straw hat. He got a little dirty, but that's all right. Hey now, hey now. Um, And I think I I also love the hey now, hey now. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where, like, it never rushes; it lingers. I think that's kind of what I'm trying to say. And I don't, I don't like it or dislike it. It's just coming off of the '90s. It's, it's a tricky transition, and it's, uh, I think it's lacking some of the like raw emotion of Neil's last five or six albums. Very little edge. Yes. Not a lot. I don't of edge. think you'd want. I don't. I, there was some
1: edge to Harvest Moon.
2: Yes, you know? there was. And this is you it's don't like one edge in this. He's like, that's what t- I'm saying. He's saying you don't need edge all the time. It's like you two without an electric guitarist, it's lacking edge. <laughs> Jesus, how does old Silvergold feel about that one? Silvergold thought that sucked
4: <laughs> <laughs> for real.
2: God
1: <laughs> damn. This album has about as much edge as a chocolate chip pancake.
2: That's pretty edgy for old Silvergold. I like it. also old Silvergold, he talks about breakfast, but he's slowly becoming kind of like a horny old man too. Yeah, he is. I might might have something to do with that.
1: You get those flapjacks 10 deep, and then you cut a hole in the middle. And I'll tell you right now. Yeah. uh, Well, well, this is –
2: no, hold on. This is to – Yeah, this is kind of – going back to the start of this podcast, we've talked about Neil and the whole balance of the country and the the city and the appreciating of the simplicity and, you know, simple work. Well, not simple work, but, you know, hard work in that simple way. We've talked about Neil way too much on this episode, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, we have. Anyway – Oh, shit and i think this song kind of really sums all of that up going back to his first you know that 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 first friggin' right. self-titled you know and and the band is is a is is awesome in this song and so you don't have to play it luke but around like 238 ish or 230 somewhere in that realm there there's some really nice band stuff but uh if people want to listen at home so anyway that's that's it I'm Maybe I'm It's just it's, you know, his harmonica and the band just all chugging along and fitting him following what he's doing. And did someone say chugging along? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the line? All that. It's right here. There you go. All right. So yeah. Can, I can't wear we can it with on. my headphones. <laughs> anyway, I just think that level of of simplicity, because it's so uh, on the nose, it almost becomes deep. You know, because it's so simple, it's kind of this thing where it becomes deep because it's so simple, if that makes sense.
1: And maybe there's there's a lack of edge on this album because of what you said, Russ, that usually there's that um, that tug of war or conflict or contrast between city and mm-hmm. music business and living the rock star life and living out in the country. And this one's mm-hmm. mostly just living out in the country. There's no... Right. It's just that. City on this one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think there are albums where it's all city, you know?
1: Yeah. Like most of the nineties, I think. Right. That so was, that was city and chaos and noise and, you know, volume. And this is, yeah. this is really, seriously, this is like, this is like your favorite pillow. It really is. <laughs> yeah. The review yeah. you read Luke. Yeah. Like, that's what the guy was describing it. Me and my wife would put it on and it's, it's his feel good album. Yeah. Because even harvest moon had, had its dark moments. You know, even this one had a lot of dark moments, but it was light and it was beautiful, but it still had dark moments. This one
2: doesn't have any, there's darkness. no dark moments, it's all, all right. happiness and pancakes. <laughs> all right, and here we go. it now. You got to hear the chorus, right? Boys
3: Playing in the afternoon sun Life's a joy I heard an old song
2: Butter's worth.
1: I love Spooner's piano on that chorus. It's, it's cascading, beautiful.
2: Spooner's so at that po- at that point, especially on this album, where he just anything like he. You know when you see guys play the piano and you're like, how, you may, they make it look easy. They make it look like their hands are just like like riffing <laughs> on the piano. That's yeah. kind of where he's at, especially on this. It's one. the same, and it's the same. This goes back to what she was saying, Luke. I totally agree with you, and I'd add, of course, because I have to, that Ben, same thing. He's it's just so they give it just natural. It it's means. like yeah. you can't believe how how tasteful and how good they are. You know, some people would overplay, and they just know exactly how to fit this song, and yet show, and yet, is, sh- you know, and and yet show gorgeous. how talented they are. What's why that, is it,
1: why is oh sorry, go ahead. No, it's just that they know where to put the flourishes. There are yeah. little flourishes. They're subtle, but they know where yes. to put them and they know how to play them. And that's just the, the the. I'm trying to think of like the years of experience. If you added it all up for this band, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking mm-hmm. hundreds of years of experience, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, You're playing with every possible kind of artist.
2: Every, I mean, every genre great. too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every style. They've they've done it all. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and, just, and they know and they know what Neil wants for this album and what this sound, what this energy, this vibe is. And they're like, OK, we got it. Let's do it. Yeah.
1: And I love that. Sorry, the, Luke, what were you going to say? Neil paints this picture that we've oh. seen so many times in films and videos from the 60s. You know, the the outdoor festivals, you know, looking out on the big green lawn, girls and boys. And, um, you know, the, the line where he says, you know, I just like to play for the fun we had. Yeah, um, yeah, and I believe that you know I believe that's this vibe came off of putting together that retrospective. That yeah, he was energized. Although it's Absolutely. kind of funny that when they went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he kind of blew them off. He didn't go, <laughs> and then when they had another plan for a reunion, he didn't show up to that one either. But here he's like, "Oh, I'd like to play again just for fun." It's like, "Well, you had a couple of chances, bud." <laughs> he and, wrote a fucking <laughs> he wrote a fucking song about it, right. like that. He didn't have to do that. You did it's like that. Play again just for fun, but not exactly with you guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Later on, I toured with Stills. Told him to eat a peach. Yeah, I mean,
1: uh, that—that's just strange to me. But I love this song. I think. Yeah, it's- me
2: too. I do too, man. Is like it,
1: it just the musicality I of it? Because the lyrics kind of annoy me. I think. No, I love the lyrics. I love the he paints this picture of of just what it was to him. Or what it it was to him back then. I wonder if Stills wrote this song, you know, what that would be like. It's like, Neil was always quitting the band, son of a bitch. We were going to play on Carson one night, (laughs) and he ditched us Buffalo. And he took all night. (laughs) (laughs) Going to take all night to get Neil back in the band. I want to make love to the band.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about that, old Silva? Stop, Russ. Now you just want Silver to comment on everything. You want OSG to comment on everything. And you can't. You got to let them breathe. You got to let them breathe. <laughs> Old Silver and Gold's trying to take a nap. <laughs> oh, shit, if people want to listen at gold. home, um, 110, 115 ish is a that is Oh, I think that's the break. Yeah, that, that's that fun break. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, bang, bang, bang. All right, let's go. Yeah, I love it. I changed my mind About Buffalo Springfield I actually don't want to play With them at all anymore In the
3: canyons Of the great divine Familiar place.
2: great I, the bass is nice spooners uh, um, organ is awesome but this, this is my this is probably my cut it's it just doesn't this is the one that doesn't get me as much as all the other ones to do it's a little too slow or boring or something for me but i i do like the lyrics of it but i guess i think it's fine i guess not it doesn't do any more or less for me than the rest of it it's uh you guys don't like
1: riding the carousel you don't like getting on the horses on the carousel didn't you like riding the the tilt a whirl? Is that more your speed for you, youngins? <laughs> Smoking a big fat doobie and riding that tilt a whirl. Sometimes, hey, uh, hey over and here,
2: th- over here on this podcast, we call them youngsters. Okay, old silver, gold. Also, also not youngin. Creepy, Russell. Don't that t-
0: is creepy <laughs> ass
2: fuck. <laughs> hey, also, old silver and gold. I mean, four twenty is there's tomorrow. no and there's no and, Luke. Old How many goddamn gold. times do you have to be told? Sorry. it's osg my father was old silver and gold i'm just old silver
1: <laughs> so you call me old
2: silver gold <laughs> so ridiculous i
1: kind of feel the same way about this this one just kind of drones along for me yeah, yeah me too
2: let's hop yeah. right on over oh, to I like
1: the carousel line for sure i thought that was nice <laughs>
2: chorus comes so that we can hear the chorus sure Um, because I like when how Ben kind of answers love here in the chorus it's coming up right here you can turn it up Like this right here to the bum, bum 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 yeah yeah there you go Liz. it's good stuff man the band again is is great spooner and 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 is neil also playing there's definitely two key instruments going on in this one right i don't know but the i mean the band Fies nails it you know the base on piano right and, and spooner's playing organ you know the band okay, is cool. perfect for this album. It's, yes. But it's what, what I guess it's just to me, it's, it's very singular. It's very wholesomely yeah. one track.
1: This one, this know. is my cut song. I mean, just
2: to tell you up front. Really? Mine would have been the song before, but it's kind of. Boring. But I can see this is the section of the album that I, I don't as, enjoy as much.
1: You know, everyone's looking to this horseshoe man to fix their love. But in the end, he says, there's no fixing love. And he just picks up their broken pieces and shakes them around and says, ha ha, I couldn't never fix anything because love's everywhere. I think the horseshoe man is a bait and switch guy. And that sucks. And I'm right. I
2: kind of like that, that. I kind of enjoy this, the way he does the story of this though, that be, for that reason, I think it's an interesting choice. That he's like, oh, here's this guy who does, you know. But then at the same time, love it, it is what it is, and it does what it does, and it sees how it sees, you know. Yeah, he has no control over it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yet yeah. everyone thinks that some dude can fix all their problems. Right. You know. I just I think it's I think it's a cool storytelling choice, and it, I th- I find it interesting, but. It's, yeah again it's not my favorite song i love the band and i do love that choice but it, it does drone a little bit here these two songs um makes me want to play horseshoes yeah man let's throw some shoes i'll throw shoes anything you know osg loves throwing some shoes he'll throw shoes yeah I won the blue ribbon at the 1960 <laughs> new hampshire fair you know you know all in the horseshoe tournament. Old Silver Gold doesn't use those little red and blue fucking hard plastic ones either. He uses no, real I horseshoe. ripped those shoes off the goddamn horse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I won that damn blue ribbon. I showed those kids what I could do, and then I ate
2: Mary Lou's pie all night long. Is that a euphemism? Yeah it is. You know it, it is. Definitely is. It, definitely it was is. rhubarb. <laughs> oh gross. All right. Let's speaking of rhubarb. Let's say red sun. <laughs>
4: okay.
3: When the red sun sets on the railroad town and the bars begin to laugh with a happy sound, I'll still be here, right by your side. They'll not my heart but you in the dreams that you're having There's they won't you. Oh, let yeah. you down I if you, you just follow, cause you know where you're bound the well will be flowing
2: Fade it and bring it back, uh, or just skip ahead to like towards the end, like 150 area. Yep. Yep, here. I love this song. I think this is a great song. This is probably my number one, or at least in my top three, this song here. Uh, yeah, dude. I like this tune, it's, and I like me the too. imagery of it that he Same. has in it, too. Also, Emily Lou is like fucking spring rain. She's so refreshing. Mm. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, man. and they, they sound perfect together. So they, really perfect do, together. Yeah. they really do, man. They really do, because they both just have their own unique way of of singing. Their voices are... Uh, they're iconic both of their voices are just you know and i think the 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 blend of those two voices are is amazing and i mean how fucking good is the band in this and then great then like what how that celtic-y sort of sound at the end is like that's kind of spooner and ben isn't it it must be like what is that vibe what's what is he is he is that just an organ how is he getting that sound because there's no
1: just an organ ben's playing the dobro right you know, and there's maybe some drunk Irish guy with a peg leg and a concertina standing in the back of the room. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds
2: so good. It's, I, it's, I,
1: it's totally a drinking song. This is like one of those, you're crying and yeah. drinking. You know, yeah. you're actually drinking out of the bottle at this point of the night. You've lost your glass. Yeah. A vibe to it.
2: yeah. yeah, It's like a, it's a funeral song too. You know, it's kind of yeah. got that funeral vibe. It's But it's also just so beautiful. And I mean, his, again... His acoustic sounds so big and beautiful, and it's just, everything's mic'd really well. You can hear everything how you need to hear it. His voice is up front and sounds great. Um, it has one of the most positive verses in it um, that I've ever heard
1: I think in I mean most of his catalog so far and the dreams that you're having they won't let you down if you just follow on cuz you know where you're bound the well mm. will be flowing and the words will come fast when the one who is coming arrives here at last I mean that's just yeah to me that's like a real like that's a real encouraging and positive yes yeah. yeah yeah
2: the, and it's know, just it's the yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's the it. maple syrup solo. That's right. It, maple, it all. It also always annoys me. I feel like Emmy Lou never got her. Uh, I mean, everyone knows who she is. Everyone respects her, but I mean, her solo stuff is really, really good, and no one really ever acknowledges it. And I'm here to tell you guys, it's time we did that.
1: All well. right. Well, let's dump this podcast and just work through Emmy Lou's catalog right. album by I love Emmy
2: Lou, man. Red Dirt Girl, May you Harris.
1: Long may, you, long may you Lou. <laughs> Lou
2: may you run. Lou may you Lou may you Harris. <laughs> Lou may you Emmy. We respect you Emmy Lou. <laughs> Jesus. Nothing but positive affirmations. All right. Let's let's get the hell out of this album here. Distant okay. camera. The original title of this one was Game Boy camera. The original title of this was Fire and Rain. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. The flash of a distant camera Reconnecting thoughts and actions Fragments of our missing dreams Pieces from here and there Fall in place along the line. Disappear
2: Yeah, I I Luke, I thought the same thing. I'm like, I wonder if this song is because of his his daughter going around with a Game Boy camera. He's <laughs> like a little yeah. spark of inspiration. No,
1: it's, it's him creeping on that young
2: lady at the mall. <laughs>
1: Distant camera. You can't yeah, see yeah. me. Yeah. Got my long distance lens.
2: I've got a sofa. Could you help me put it in the back <laughs> of the van?
1: <laughs> I broke my arm, kicking (laughs) Billy Talbot in the
4: ass.
1: (laughs) Help me with my sofa, and I'll wear your skin as a
4: mask.
1: (laughs) It's a beautiful song. It is, yeah, it is. That we just ruined for a lot of people. Uh Um, That's what we do. I like the life is changing everywhere I go, new things and old both disappear. And Mm -hmm. then the photographs that are helping him piece it all together with a guy who's lived like five lifetimes compared to R one, you know, it's, right. like, the photos he's going through the photos and they're, they're helping him connect the dots. If love is a piece of dust sh- shining
2: in the sun. That's such a good line. That's beautiful. He's yeah. just, he, yeah, he knows how to write a goddamn song. He does. Yeah. He just really fucking knows how to write a song. Even I, if the beginning chords sound a little too much like fire and rain. They the were very fire close. To
1: rain it. and old man mixed together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, you know, it's, it it's old yeah. fire
2: and rain. Old silver gold. gold and rain. It's homage though. It's probably, or it's not intentional at all. I don't well, know. Well, he's talking but,
1: about the past, so maybe it is
2: intentional. Yeah. Maybe. Either way, he oh, yeah, plays yeah. great yeah. in the band. Again, I mean, you can't talk enough. Well, I've seen trains and I've seen birds. forgot about that
1: here's a picture of me and james taylor snorting heroin (laughs) reminded me of that time in nashville i've seen titty
3: birds i
2: thought would never fly (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's great all right let's go to we get a couple tunes left here razor love piano is so good in the song this is a great one Yes It's funny you're making that hand motion loop This would be one of my top songs If that shaker wasn't mixed so fucking loud Oh I like the shaker I do like the shaker It's just above everything else Look,
0: I gotta have more
2: shaker. <laughs> hey Ben That's a, I have I an, an illness
1: On the shaker actually uh, the only cure is,
2: is more shaker hey who is hey, it again?
1: I gotta have more shaker yeah. who is it
2: yeah who's it Keltner
1: know? um yes Jim Keltner
2: Keltner hey, hey turn Keltner. up the shaker. my father had a shaker up his ass <laughs> in 10 years <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your walking isn't that good but that that line made, made me laugh for us.
1: Every time he walked it sounded like a samba. <laughs>
2: Jeez. 10 years up his ass. That was fine. You're getting yeah, better to at- go I have to go lower. I have to go lower. I do have a good walk and I just <laughs> got to get it right. I do I was doing an exaggerated one. Sicilians. No, we won't do that one. <laughs> no, don't do that one. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think talking, is, you're talking fun. to my friend all wrong, wrong tone, <laughs> wrong. wrong, wrong tone. do it again. Yeah, <laughs> this right. is, yeah it's, a, it's a good one. Yeah. What are we doing here? Piano's <laughs> nice. I, I feel like I've heard that. Does anyone else feel like they've heard that uh, greedy hand, greedy hand part before? That sounds so familiar to me when oh. I heard it. And I was like, I don't think I've ever heard the song before, but that part just sounded so familiar to me. I don't that, know. Greedy no. hand, greedy hand. Yeah, I don't know. It just sounds really you got familiar. a greedy hand, greedy hand. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. The uh, the heartbreak toward the end, that instrumental, that whole thing has a nice feel to it. That's around like five twenty ish. If people want to listen, let me go um, to it real quick. Sure, if you want the harp, the harmonica is great. The band five twenty, why not four twenty? Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. it is This so is Spooner too. All of them, Donald, Duck uh, on yeah. the bass here. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the band yeah. nails it. They kill it. This whole album. Yeah, the drums and and the bass. It's just yeah. It's all yeah. It's it's beautifully mixed,
1: but at the same time. Kind of like what you said in the beginning, Luke. It's not like you you don't hate it and you don't love it. It's right. just there. It's just there. And at times, that's what this album is to me. It's just kind of like there. Yeah. And I think I'm just used to so extremes with Neil.
2: Yes. And there's no extremes. And there's no edge. That's there's, why I like it. I think because well, it's a because great it's album. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I just like, like that he's showing that he can do that too. Yeah. I don't think that's why he's doing. It. I think he's genuinely wants to do this. But I, it's just as a fan, it's nice that you he can have an album where it is there, where it's this one thing. You know, yeah. but no, I, it I makes agree. you it makes you appreciate the craziness because it can be so there sure. and no, totally. so chill. But so yeah, I, and I and I it's not a good or a bad thing. It's just it is what it is. This is the album he wanted to make, and he made it well. It's right.
1: continuous soft favorites. Yes.
2: There's no From edge. Young. There's no extreme like uh, when the DJ cuts off more than words and says, There's no extreme <laughs> today. What happened? Did I, did, did I do that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm playing. Trying to shoehorn extremes into this dumb <laughs> fucking episode. All right. Well, last song. <laughs>
3: hiding who can't forget about things that people do when they're free like visitors from
2: that right there is it's you don't have to keep it playing it's fine i just really like the lyric i'm picking something up i'm letting something go Mm -hmm. like a dog i'm fetching this to you and it's just great and then that there's there's just a bunch of i don't know there's a lot of lyrics this song is just really good the that whole fighting drugs with pain this war inside pictures in my brain what are you gonna say shoe it's it reminds me of what is that off
1: of uh, stars and bars mood of love okay yeah stream of consciousness. not it's not as weird or spacey but it it has that stream of consciousness yeah there. you know like mm. the old homestead or something like that i like yeah for a job i don't know what i'm doing my software is not compatible with you mm-hmm. so yeah he's talking about aliens right <laughs> like aliens coming down not being able to fit in and then it's like is neil like a machine is he admitting here that he's not a time-traveling vampire but actually he's a robot <laughs> No, he's kind artificial time... intelligence or something like that
2: <laughs> no he's a time-traveling vampire but as we know there's alternate universes and in one of them he's a he's a horny robot
1: <laughs> <laughs> jesus <laughs> i love this tune though I love Me it. too. I I think this, I like the weirdness. See, this is this is about as edgy as it gets on this album.
2: Yeah, right? Yeah. So, yes. You know. And I also really like that range uh, for his voice too. That deeper range. Yeah, a little lower. A little lower. Yeah, it's got that sort of. It's got that on the beach vibe. You know that ambulance yes. blues um, range. You know, he I like him in that range sometimes when he's singing shit like this. That weird stuff where. You know, it's just him and his guitar and he and uh you know, he's just he's getting he's getting strange on us any he, yeah, he's just letting it flow. I like this yeah. I like this because it's it's Me too. This is my of,
1: f- it's the edgiest and weirdest song on the album. Not his edgiest yes. and weirdest song, but on this album.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, me. it's top three for me, for sure. I think it's awesome. I love it. Mm. Um yeah. And the guitar again is is really pretty. Yeah, I, I don't know. Overall, I, I still feel the same. Even at going through the songs with you guys, it's. I think it's fine. It's. It is what it is. It, I'm excited to move on a little bit. I don't know. I don't know 2000s Neil really that much at all. So I'm. Uh, well,
1: Luke, I think you've you've really let us know without words. I mean, you've you've said so, but also. With your continuous yawning, I think that's really the biggest critique of this album from Luke. This no constant see yawning through no this podcast. One
2: can see it. No. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. Let's move on. Yeah, we should move on oh, and just get
1: through this fucking you know episode. What? This is such a relaxing album. Like it's 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 like ambient.
2: <laughs> I, I I love when, when like Luke. Like I love when ambient. I love when Luke doesn't he's not into something and because he's the one do like control he's the one recording stuff he's like let's just get through this where i'm i'm like i want to i fucking love this (laughs) album luke Okay, it's ben sorry. Keith. i get it's ben keith he's fine he's gonna be on no he's not fine too, he's he? amazing man. he's on road rock he is right? yeah he produces it and you know what we should get astrid back to that because she's on that she's one. on road rocks too she's also on are you passionate but we probably won't have her back for that one
1: i'd love for astrid to meet old silver Gold.
2: oh no, no. <laughs> All right, let's get to our cut songs before I yawn again. I know, really. We're boring
1: the crap out of Luke.
2: Okay, my top three. My number three is Without Rings. My number two is Good to See You. And my number one is Red Sun.
1: Wow. That's right. All right, can I go? Is it me? Go, go, go. Uh, My number one is Without Rings. My number two is Buffalo Springfield again. And my number one is... Oh, no, wait. (laughs) Yeah, my number three is Without Rings. My number two is Buffalo Springfield again. And uh, my number one is uh, Distant Camera. Okay. Really? Yeah, I changed my mind because, I don't know, there's some, interesting. something interesting. about that. Huh. It all changed because Buffalo Springfield was my number one. But after, you know, Without Rings kind of just altered it for me. So can yes. I just do it again and say Without Rings is my number one. Buffalo Springfield, again, is my number two.
2: That's what happened to me. Without
1: Rings switched it up for me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I really like that one. And my cut song is, uh, is The Great Divide. Same.
2: My cut song is Buffalo Springfield again. Yeah, you changed your cut song, shoe. Oh, yeah. Did I? I thought it was great. Yeah, I did. He, he, no, you said, uh, I think you said Horseshoe Man. Oh, Horseshoe Man? Horseshit yeah, Man? Never, it's that horseshoe. middle part of the album. I don't remember going, what you said. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Getting my ass off.
2: Yeah. So uh, my three is Red Sun. It was a toss-up between Red Sun and um, Buffalo Springfield again. But I'm going with Red Sun because of Emmy Lou. Um, two is without rings, and one is Daddy Went Walking. And I also would cut Great Divide.
1: Nice. All yeah. right. Well, we're uh, we're done with silver and gold and to Luke. That was like passing a big thorny turd. How really, do you feel? You feel empty and no, relieved. I,
2: I feel bad because I don't even really hate it. It just like. It's there's really nothing to talk about on this album. I don't. It's hard to explain. Like even like when we were in the '80s, like yeah, like some of those I really disliked, but I could talk about them. Like this, i like I don't even know what to say about like three quarters of this album. It's well, fine. You know,
1: sometimes that's worse than really hating an album. Like I keep bringing up Landing on Water, but you could say, well, it provoked me to give a reaction. Exactly. You know, over the past 30 years, <laughs> you know, I've just been shitting on it. All right, but this one, it's kind of like, well, what's worse? You know, is right. it? A bad reaction or no reaction at all right and neil you know has stated that what was that saying like i like you know sometimes i, I make people i make stuff that people like and sometimes i make stuff people don't like right and sometimes i like that yeah <laughs> you know yeah reaction sometimes so. i don't
2: like that sometimes,
1: sometimes i make syrup people don't like oh jesus and then sometimes i rub it all over my chest oh jeez! run through the woods naked as the day i was born
2: jesus all right well i want to give a uh well luke when does this come out is this come out wednesday wednesday 421 i think i'll have a couple i'll have like a day left on my indiegogo so uh, if people want to give to that for my solo album that'd be sweet but uh, i also want to shout out trev allen from the struggling artist podcast people should listen I just did an episode. Luke just did an episode. Shu has done an episode. Yeah, um, he's a really nice guy, and uh, yeah, it's it a good time. Yeah, it's he's good talking to him. Uh, and then also, good uh, to see him on a yeah. Zoom call. <laughs> also, uh, Michael Withaus, I, I hope that's how you say it. Um, he, he. I did an interview with him for town meeting stuff, but uh, he does. He's the, the hippo. Uh, he's a great writer. And uh, he, uh, I'm shouting him out because he, I, shoot, I can't remember if you had told me about this or who had told me about this. I feel like someone did. I could be wrong. But if you haven't listened to Cocaine and Rhinestones. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is the, best uh, show one. The, the Rusty and Doug episode is one of the best podcasts, mm-hmm. like the, one of the best episodes of any podcast I've ever heard. It is so like deep and goes into so much shit and... wait, better than this episode of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You gotta ask old silver gold about that. But but yeah, man, that episode is and for fans of this podcast, for fans of Neil, and just for fans of music in general, that fucking episode, the Rusty and Doug Kershaw, I mean the podcast in general. I'm we don't have to spend time shouting out a different podcast, but that episode in particular is fucking amazing. So um Shout out to Michael Whithouse for turning that, uh, turning me on to that. It's yeah, it's wait, really the, um, the Spade Cooley. I already did. Yeah, it was oh my fucked God. up. How disturbing was, is that? Yeah, it's
1: fucking wild, man. The way the guy tortured his wife and then ended up killing her. I mean, yeah, And it's Did brutal. you did you do the episode about uh, oh? Was it Ernest Tubb? Who was the guy who...
2: Yeah, the first one. The ...radio yeah. station with his gun and his... Yeah, Ernest Tubb. Yeah yeah. Yeah. Tub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Love that story, man. Yeah. I liked the uh, oh, Bobby yeah. Gentry one, too. That whole oh, thing about yeah, right? Billy Joe. Because that's... Yeah. He's like a, uh, a
1: musical genius.
2: So yeah. I, I never world. realized how... Yeah. But did you guys listen to Rusty Kershaw's solo album? It's fucking awesome. Cajun in the yeah. Blues Country. No, it's I haven't. It's fucking haven't great. You guys before. should listen to it. I think you'd really like it. Um... Let me just say, too, that on Instagram... I I had shouted him out, whatever, I think, last time. But but, uh, I got to read another thing from the homie Jiggles. First of all, because we were right, he is an ICP fan. Um, But he...
1: So is old Silvergold.
2: (laughs) Family. (laughs) Family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Family. He... So let me just read one of the things he's, one of the things he said. He said, "Okay, he I, he's going through episode by episode." This is my fourteenth gathering of the Juggalos. I sell lots of syrup at the gathering. Listen, he's going through episode by episode, and he had said he said uh, on on the on the on the beach episode, I think he said, "Okay, so here are things I love that I never thought anyone would mention in reference to Neil." What we do in the shadows, Primus, Happy Gilmore, Insane Clown Posse, and Star Trek. Congratulations, youngsters! You nailed it. For the turnstiles is obviously one of the best NY songs, best songs. But on the beach was written specifically about me. And Squirt is awesome. Hashtag uh, FNM. Better than and Luke. And Luke, he messaged, uh, he messaged the Me um, Young Instagram and said. My dudes, who was going to do a Juggalo podcast, Russ or Luke? I've been a huge ICP fan, and he so he basically was like, was wondering if you were actually ever going to do an ICP. I, I just don't would, have time. I would love to do yeah. an ICP podcast because oh, I don't want to help you out. <laughs> Please do that. I, oh, I want to. I just don't ever have time. To, I don't have time to do another podcast, especially if we start playing shows again. Good lord, I don't know what the hell. Yeah, I'm I know. But anyway, you got, you got you got a fan with the whole Juggles. <laughs> So that's a that's a shout out from to to homie Jiggles there. My juggalo name is Silver and Two Gold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Dope Syrup Cat. <laughs> whoop 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 whoop, and I say again whoop.
1: <laughs> uh, on Twitter, Dar- Darren Hall, not Daryl, but Daryl's less talented brother, Darren Hall. Uh, says uh, about um, Broken Arrow, have always loved this album. Glad y'all got over your BJ phase. What does that mean? Were we talking about blowjobs?
2: A lot. Were we? I'm sure we
1: were. Yeah, of course. Um, Your episode inspired me to to make a playlist (laughs) in Neil Young archives of the three official releases of Danger Bird, Zuma, um, and uh, Year of the Horse. And what's WDITRB?
2: W D I D R T we're fucking terrible. I don't know. My brain is off right <laughs> now.
1: Uh, it says it's a much better, uh, 30 minutes than listening. I'm to taking bucket. a
2: piss, but it's probably way down in the rust bucket. That's why I, thank you very much. Yeah, I don't know that way
1: down in the rust buckets. That one's uh, good. It's right. not that's as right. good as you're the horse. I mean, the year of the horse one is fucking phenomenal. I
2: don't know, way down in the rust bucket, is
1: fucked. That cool. album's great. No, the way down in the rust bucket release is is great, but that version of Danger Bird's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. And that's that's what I got on social. Sorry, I was taking a piss and I was muted, and I was right. I said it, but I realized I was muted. So, all right, I got nothing on Facebook. I don't think I didn't check. <laughs> and also, there's no new reviews but no one listens to the last uh, five minutes of a podcast statistically anyway <laughs> okay shut it right. off at this point so so what's next right. what are we
1: doing next is it uh road, road rock, rock road
2: rock yeah okay friends,
1: friends, and
2: friends and relatives friends and relatives
1: road rock and then maybe we'll tackle a movie soon if i uh upgrade to rust do it it's worth we it and um start tackling some of the uh films yeah. of uh, bernard shaky
2: and just so if any youngsters are still listening, just so everyone knows, there's going to be a few of these that are going to be Zoom-based, so apologies if the audio is a little bit weirder, but May is a crazy month for me. so. Um, Old silver gold can't travel. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> except, by Lorsen,
1: except by and Buggy. Maple syrup and little mailboxes that look like waving bears. <laughs>
2: All right. On that note, <laughs> I'm ending this fucking shit. All right, sure, man. Shit. All, right, All man. right. See you guys. See you guys later.
0: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football